before we get started, just start streaming. All right, before we get started, I think it's time to understand the date of the switch. But that's about to be over anyway. So before we get started, I think it's time to say that uh, we're going full frontal with YouTube as far as exclusivity goes. Oh, bad. Uh, I kind of feel like with the moves that YouTube is making at the moment, with the gifted um, subscri- or gifted join button thing, and they're, they're making major moves to kind of pull people. That's a, It's not even a word, but it's making YouTube more and more... Uh, exciting to be on its platform so we might be jumping to that um as far as the video version of this goes but uh with that being said is happy corbin truly happy <laughs> welcome to the to the matt wrestlecast we're no longer numbering episodes because your boy can't keep up. <laughs> uh, a weirdly awkward seed planting yet not seed planting. Uh, things are being shook up. And it's obvious yet semi-obvious. So uh, what, do we start with Raw? Yeah, I guess we could start with Raw, start at the top of the week. Yeah, I mean, you know. Oh, uh, uh, well, the pay-per-view? Oh, no, we did. We, we shot right after the pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah we shot right after the pay-per-view. We, we did that. That was, uh, it happened. <laughs> like, it happened, and nothing that really happened there mattered, apparently. So, uh, Raw was kind of weird. So, the main event for Raw, we'll start there, because that was really the only thing that really sticks out of my head. You had the U.S. Championship match between... Cody Rhodes and Austin Theory, which is actually really, really good. Um, I can't really complain about it. Cody's back in a big way, and they're banking on him. Austin Theory can make, can turn a turd to gold. Like, he, he has so much MVC, I can't say that enough. Um, they had the spots there. Or was that last Monday? I don't know. It's Deja Vu. No, no, no. That was this Monday. Oh, okay. Uh, it's Deja Vu. Uh, theory. I mean, they had some hot spots. They had some low spots. Uh, Cody pretty much showed that he was a veteran during the match, but you know, Austin Theory did was able to keep up. Um, the future is here as far as that goes. Austin Theory and Cody Rhodes showed that he's back to play. He's back to play some real. He's back. He's back to play for real this time. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? I mean. It is what it is. When it, I mean, we already knew what it was when, once he debuted, though, for for we know we're gonna get a couple filler fuse. So uh, what what we really waiting for is really just to see when he's gonna get put into that main event scene. Yeah, like I kind of feel like he's there. Like even though they throw him in the match for the workhorse championship, I just kind of feel bad, like, my bad, my yeah. bad. I didn't mean main event. I mean world championship scene. Yeah, I mean he's there. It's just I kind of feel like. They don't know what's next for Roman because he's such on a he's, he's on a such a power push that I think we're back in a situation where they feel like they booked themselves to a corner. You got Drew, who's supposed to be up next, and all biasness aside, with it looking like Cody can be either one of them, yeah, it it just does it looks more like an upset than it would be like believable. As far as my opinion. It's just my opinion. No, yeah. I completely understand that. I completely agree with that. So, I just got a funny feeling leading in the SummerSlam. They got it set up right, but I don't know if they got plans after that. Because after Drew, then who else? I mean, you can set it up for Bobby. But, I mean, Bobby's tied up with Omas. AJ's tied up with Edge. Yeah, like as of right now, huh? There's really, yeah, this is really Drew. I yeah. mean, I could see Bobby, but but at the same time, I, I couldn't see Bobby jumping straight into a feud with Roman straight after this whole Moss situation. Even though that's baby face and heel right there, I still couldn't see it going that way. Yeah. Uh, of course, we got, of course, we got Cody. 
Uh, Seth is kind of like I mean, you throw him in the last minute for anything. No, 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 I'm not gonna lie. It's really a a lot of options, but in order for a lot of them to like go with a lot of these options, they would kind of like have to figure out what they're gonna, how they're gonna uh, end the situations that they're currently in. Like, because I, I would gladly see uh, like to see uh, Riddle versus Roman or uh, Randy versus Roman. You know what I mean? Or AJ versus Roman. You know what I mean? Or Finn. Well, we we seen Finn versus Roman. You know, it's it's a multiple of the shit. You know, ways they can go. It's just that they have to figure out how they're gonna end this current shit that they have. Yeah, because they they hit the reset button. That and, yeah. and it's clear that they hit the reset button. But this is the one time I kind of feel like they hit the reset button without a plan, and they're kind of winging it as they go along. Because Biggie's out. Nobody expected that. Um, you know. Rich Holland is far from ready to be even tossed into that scene. The NXT call-ups are kind of hitting this. I mean, Raquel Rodriguez, formerly oh. Raquel Gonzalez. Your boy, your, your boy getting caught up, man. Who? Yeah, no, go, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. We're we, we going we gonna, we gonna, we gonna to get there. We're going to get there. But, I mean, <laughs> like, I just kind of feel like what what's, they're showing on Raw, because SmackDown is still the A show as far as, as my heart goes. Like, yeah. from what they're showing on Raw, they don't really have a plan right now. All right, let's pod. I'm up now. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, they don't really have a plan right now. So, it's kind of like, how do we book ourselves out of this situation? SmackDown is going to be SmackDown. You got two hours. That show is booked phenomenally within that time slot. But, like, Raw is in serious trouble right now. To the point where it's rumored to be switching days. So... Oh, yeah, I did see a couple reports about that. So it's like, uh, what do we do? Uh, and then this episode, that's what I said, the, the main event is what sticks out in my mind because this past episode of Raw was like a big miss for me. And outside of Judgment Day and the two matches they had, you had Rhea Ripley versus Liv Morgan. Could have came up with a better name. Yeah. Could have came up with a better name. Or The Judgment Day. You know what I'm saying, or the mountain of like the mountain of impotence, like impotence, <laughs> like they could have led with that. Like I mean, but you know, Rhea Ripley took out Liv Morgan, so that puts a cap on that view. Um, Damian Priest took out AJ Styles, or did AJ Styles win that match? No, what's that? What? Damian Priest versus AJ Styles for the umpteenth time happened. No, no, no! It was uh, oh, yeah, Finn Balor versus AJ Styles. Yeah, and Finn Balor. Who? One of them came to uh, interfere. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. But it's it was like, a okay. yeah, like it's kind of like I kind of feel like you bring the show, you bring the titles together, and you have a situation where the brand extension is no longer existing. Like it's over. Oh yeah, that's coming to an end real soon. How do you say that? bracket like how do you set it for both shows because how it was back in the day I don't know if people remember the original brand they would do their own pay-per-views they would do their own stuff but they had one champion for both shows so if they had they would have a bunch they had a bigger roster back then as well let's not even like sugarcoat that part so while Hulk Hogan's over here feuding with Triple H. You can have, you know, Joe Schmo over here feuding for the Intercontinental Tap with kind of Intercontinental Title, and then throw Eddie Guerrero and somebody else in it for the U.S. Championship. Like they had stuff in place, but now that your roster is so thin and you the unified championships again, it's like what we did. Dude, dropping Nikki Ash are gonna do there, whatever the fuck she's doing herself now. They're getting rid of the Nikki Ash character, which I think is a great move. You know, it's so crazy. Like, hold on, like, is she still Nikki Ash? Nah, I think she's going back to Nikki Cross. They're about to make a tag. Yeah, yeah, I her. saw something. Yeah, yeah, I saw something about her going back to Nikki Cross, but she was just Nikki Ash on TV still. Well, yeah, I, I so, I don't know. Like, it's just, like I said, Raw was such a blur. Even going back and watching it, it was just such a blur. Yeah, we gotta pick up to actually go to my notes because now I'm sitting back thinking I can't really think of nothing that really standing out for me though for real. But that says a lot. 
No, it do. It do. Uh, Becky boom, went. Boom, boom, boom. Uh, oh, we did have a uh, Becky Lynch. She attacked. Uh, that was the main event: Becky versus Oscar. Yeah. And, uh, ended in a disqualification because uh, uh, who did she attack? I believe she attacked Oscar. Yeah. There you go. RK Bro defeats the Street Profits again. That was kind of, that match was actually decent though. Street Profits really stepped it up this year. Yeah, yeah, it was a tag team championship. Yeah, match. like they they really stepped it up this year. Um, they will have those titles eventually, but uh, yeah, Street Profits stepped it up. We had the singles match. It's really, it, it's really a matter of who who they fight, who they gonna fight for them though for between the Usos and RK Bro. <laughs> I can see the Street Profits hanging with the Usos though. Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, they sat there and they hung with the. RK New bro. day, and we consider them you no know, equal right. or better than. Right, like that match, that tag team match was actually pretty decent. Um, yeah, and they, I mean, I mean, they was man, actually, you know, yeah, that I got the results up. I got the results up, man. Like the the Street Profits really did like show how competent they are as a team. They was cutting Randy and Riddle off at every turn. I almost fell. I almost thought we was gonna see a title change. I almost thought we was going to see a title change in that oh, RKO off nah, the Frog it, Splash. It was. Yeah, the Frog Splash. Yeah, that's most definitely when I thought it was over. Yeah, like, I'm like, oh, man. I'm like, they really about to switch these titles up. You're going to get the Usos versus the uh, the Street Profits. And it's like that RKO off the Frog Splash. And it gave Randy a flashback to when he RKO'd uh, your boy... Um, Evan Bourne. Evan Bourne. What is his name on the Indies now? I don't know. Uh, I can't think of Stryker? it. Striker? No, not Striker. No, not Striker. Uh, he was one of the top indie guys. Too. Yeah. I can't think. I know him as Evan Bourne. Yeah. You know, like. Right, right, right. But yeah, he, uh, he caught that arcade off his back from the Frog Splash. He was over with. I'm just like, man. Okay. All right. That was a way to fire up the show at the beginning. Then we had the Liv Morgan Ripley match with this man. Like a squash match. Then, yeah, it was Finn Balor versus Damian Priest. And uh, Finn Balor won by DQ. Then we had, oh yeah, the Sonya Deville storyline finally coming to a kibosh. Finally coming to the end. Uh, I mean, I was starting to wonder when they was going to do that. Because how many times did she possibly, you know, abuse her authority? You know, no. You know, we only see that uh, that authority role last for so long. Yeah, it was just time for. I mean, I don't know, Sonya Deville, especially especially someone who was a uh, you know who's actual in ring competitor currently. Like it wasn't like she was retired or nothing like that. Right. I just kind of oh excuse me. I just kind of feel like, what do we do with Sonya now? Because she's not a bad talent. But in the current state of the women's division, I kind of scared she'll get lost in the shovel. Hmm. I mean, Alexa Bliss being I'm, back. I'm sitting here trying to. Well, yeah, well, it could always start her off with something with Alexa Bliss for starters. Yeah, but I mean, once Bailey come back, it's pretty much a wrap if you're already established. Yeah, and, man. Once once Bailey come back, it's pretty much a wrap for anyone who ain't a horsewoman or Alexa right, Bliss. Right. So it's like. uh... Do we build her up to be a top heel, or do we let Alexa Bliss come? But we want not Alexa Bliss. But we, do we, what do we do with Sonya? Like, is she gonna be enhancement talent? Like, it's gonna be weird uh, to see what she fits. Hey, it's part. really sink or swim for anyone who's not any of the women who I just said, because with any of them women, they could really turn them heel or face at any given time that they want to. Though, hold on, who, who, Horseman, who we got? Uh, Charlotte, Becky, Sasha. Well, Charlotte's taking and, time. Uh, Bailey, yeah, Charlotte's taking time. No, I'm just, I'm just speaking in general, though. I'm speaking right. in general. Uh, who? Yeah, and I'm just looking at the rest of the world. Oh yeah, Oscar. Forgot about Oscar. Yeah, Oscar's one that's safe. To, you know, her book yeah. is always going to be safe. <laughs> yeah, like Sonya. I mean, if they put Sonya, because you know, Sasha's tied up with Naomi on a tag team title right? Yeah. so they're occupied. Which, which, which I, that's going to end. 
and and her be going to the bloodline and her turning on uh, Sasha Banks. You sure about that? Man, that's, that that's just I, I'm just going with the. Uh, I'm listening to the after the bell podcast. Usos was on there and they basically all said everything. But yeah, she's joining the bloodline. He he just didn't confirm it, but he, he basically said it though for real. And I'm just trying. Okay, how are they? How are they gonna do that though for? Real? Only way I see it is, you know, when them tag team, then when that tag team title run is up, or the night they uh, it probably oh yeah, she be, she be good old Sasha to the point to the punch, you know, because typically you know we see Sasha do, is the one who do the heel turn, you know, that's that's real easy for her. Yeah, but can they do that twice in a row? Because remember, Bailey did turn on her first too. Yeah, but and, then, and you're right, that would be kind of a repeat of that situation, but it would also be like you said, hey man. I've known you for a long time, Sasha. I had to hey, beat you to the punch. Yeah, I had to get that done real quick. You was going to do it. <laughs> do it like you was going to do it. But yeah, I mean... Yeah. And honestly, they, they, they don't even got... They don't even got to... Uh, they don't even got to make it like no... You know, no dramatic right. heel turn. This your like... It's a perfect situation, yo. Whatever they lose, and then her husband just starts talking to her like, "Look, you off your game, and this is the yeah, that's the weak link though." And she just got to pick though for real, for real, because you, know, you know, basically that was kind of how how we figured the Randy Orton situation was gonna go. He yeah. was gonna, you know, they was never gonna work, but hey, or maybe you know, they both become part. Maybe they both become part of the bloodline as one of the tag Look, team I thought about it. I thought about it, but that would defeat the purpose of the bloodline. You feel makes like, sense. The, it the makes bloodline, sense, yeah. Or like, I really oh, yeah. Like, right, they, like they got no reason either. to actually turn them, turn them against each other, but yeah, that would defeat the purpose of the name. Or had Naomi and Tamina, bro? How Team how they, no? I love my my brain was warping out all of that because how how they were talking on that podcast, bro. Like you can tell it's something, and and and, and I was I was watching NXT. You could tell. It's some serious plans for solo, bro. Whether it's the uh, the the North American Championship or the whatever NXT Championship, and they were also talking about, yo, it's a, it's a lot that that's coming that y'all just don't know about. I'm like, right. that just got my brain got to get to going though, for real. Right, right. I mean, I don't know. I mean, then, you know, fear was there. <sighs> I think I'm starting to think that you know. With the whole beer situation. Oh, beer? I kind of think that him taking so long to happen tarnished the luster of an app. I wonder what I wonder what was the hold up with that. I don't know, but uh it did him more hard. It really, yeah. Because I mean, you, you know, we always find out later that it's always something behind it, though. Whether it be good or bad, though, I wonder exactly what the fuck was the, you know, what was holding that damn thing up. I don't know, but I you just... know, we we got vignettes for a second, then they stopped showing vignettes, and they started showing vignettes, and we just waiting, dog. Like, what the hell? When is this dude gonna show up? I kind of feel like they're booking him wrong. I kind of feel like he they basically been squash matches, this right? Yeah, but if you're going to have him show up and you want to make a big deal out of him, have him take out a Bobby Lashley, have him take out a Omos, like have him yeah, just come I'll in and, and mash like the biggest dog in the yard, make him a real threat. Because so far it's just Look, been local talent and Dominic Mysterio. I f- I feel you on that, but I can one hundred percent see why they steered away from doing that type of stuff. Because, you know, we've seen it, though, for real. We've seen yeah. Brock Lesnar debut attacking whoever. We've seen... But then, you know, for every Br- Br- Brock Lesnar, you know what I mean? Yeah. Brock Lesnar, one in a million, we get a hundred great Kylies, bro, who, like, you, know, you book them to the moon against the, the top dogs, and it just ain't what it... What it you know what I mean? It just... Yeah, just but I mean, us. I kind of feel like the way they did it now... The only way they're going to get Veer to work is if they took him away again. Yeah, no, no, I get like you know a little a couple squash matches, but yeah, yeah. if 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 it his next program should be so no, yo, I'm in the door now. I need I need a real challenge, a real challenge. Cause I'm just like, 
Alright, beer is here and he's gone. Like I, I don't even check for a beer match. Like I don't even check for any of that. Like I'm just like okay. Kinda gonna take a piss, basically. Yeah, because now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, dog. The, the last time it was similarly done like that, it, we got Braun Strowman. The yeah. way it was done, how you saying we got a Braun Strowman though. But Braun Strowman was much, was much more of an over character. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Braun is like, Braun. Yeah, Braun is Braun. I just don't get how beating up on Ray and his son makes you a threat. Just like I just don't get how I just don't I don't I, you know, maybe, maybe it's, I'm not the audience maybe right. I'm not the audience yeah no no that's exactly what I was about to say look we gotta keep it by they target audience they target audiences the what PG thirteen right and also I, they don't really go off the luster of uh, what we see in. it's really uh, de- oh he's destroying a WWE Hall of Famer in his son well a, a future WWE Hall of Famer in his son. Current WB superstar. Right. What other what other matches? I ain't even looking. I put my phone down. Well, we got uh we had the uh the WWE United States Championship match with Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes defeated Austin Fury by TQ. We already talked about that. Uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi versus Nikki Ash and Blue Drop. Uh, that was a squash match. Um, The Miz versus uh, Mustafa uh, Ciampa versus Mustafa Ali. Oh, yeah. That Miz was a. That was a, a sleeper hit. I mean, Mustafa. Well, I actually like. I- I just love that they turned Tommaso Hill. Yeah, because that's what he's best at. That's what he's best at. Don't get me wrong. He, like, he gets his following, like, you know, the NXT fame, the stand of third. But he was always that gray area. Like, he was never really fully faced. But he was a monster heel. So, yeah, I'm down for it with Chopper. I just wish they would have kept his music. <laughs> yeah. On God. And then Bianca Belair versus Asuka. We have Nikki, what I mean, yeah, uh, Becky Lynch, Big Time Bex coming in to attack Oscar because can't nobody have that belt for her. So, yeah. I mean, that's about it for Raw. I say Raw's kind of meh. Kind of meh. I mean, it was a blur. But uh, it had a couple hits in there, but yeah. I don't think anybody really missed much from skipping it. Man, I mean, unless you, like, really. Heavily invested into the mid card storylines, everything is really just hanging in, in in the air because we really don't know what's up with the main main event picture though. For we don't right. know who the challenger is, and it could be anybody who's sitting in the mid card. It could be somebody they got sitting backstage waiting to debut or re debut a new signing. Thing is, we just don't fucking know, and and this everything can point to. It's, it's little shit that can point to anybody. Like, pretty much, just pretty Shinsuke, much. Shinsuke Nakamura made a, a appearance for the first time since his last match was against Roman, though, for real. Right. So are they going to pick up with that? Like, Right, right. And then, oh, then going to the SmackDown. We're going to talk about NXT and AEW. I'm like, AEW this Oh, yeah. Before, before we uh, NXT. Woo-hoo. You watch it? I watch it next day. My boy Joe Casey finally look, getting the shine. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. With his uh, Drew, Drew's behind him. <laughs> but uh, your boy getting called up. I know you see them, uh, him and old girl quit at the end, right? What, Braun Breaker? Or, uh, you talking about uh, uh-uh. Grayson Waller? Grayson Waller, yeah. Man, I hope <laughs> to God not, man. Oh, my Look, God. Uh, I'm calling it now. Grayson and Devlin. Jordan uh, Devlin. Hey, Jordan Devlin, now that. He he just had a uh, he just had a lever a a loser leaves uh, NXT UK match against Dragon Dragon off my boy Joy Devlin man people sleep on the Irish Ace 
when I say that man, like his technique is unsound. And he has like hands down my favorite suplex ever, the devil inside. Like that suplex is just it it's so simple. But it looks so devastating when he does it. We would have been got him over here across the pond for real, for real, but COVID fucked all that up. Yeah, because he was he, the, had, he um, actually David. Yeah, he was the cruiserweight champion. He was he was in NXT, you know what I mean. But then the COVID happened while he was the champion, and he got caught over there. So now that yeah, they had to strip it. Out. Yeah, they had to strip it. But I mean, oof. yeah, yeah, Jordan Devlin is one to uh, definitely look out for. All right, before we even get on the ball of the NXT, because NXT was NXT was nice this week. Uh, we got we just get SmackDown out the way. The Bloodline names Sami Zayn as the stooge for the Bloodline. <laughs> oh, that whole shit was funny, yo. I, I saw it happening. I saw it happening. When Paul Heyman gave him that little speech, like you are the locker room leader, you're the visionary, you the stooge, you do love in the attitude era, my G. <laughs> During the minutes, the corporate ministry. He goes against Matt Riddle. It's a decent match. Um, man, Sami Zayn's body has been through so much over his career. Like, I, I'm, I'm honestly okay with him being an ass for talent. Like, I, I used to be like, man, this dude is so talented. Why are they doing nothing with him? But, like, seeing how much he did in, like, ROH and CZW and just getting himself out there as El Generico anyway. Get it? Like I'm actually okay with Sami Zayn playing the background of being a handsome talent, you know, for other people. And the match was entertaining as as I mean, ever. You and, know? and that's still not to say that he won't get his day at you know at the top of the throne. But Sami is good at that mid card, man. Yeah, you know, facts. He is. He you is. Know, it, it just makes the mid card like SmackDown. If I had to compare between SmackDown and Raw, I feel like. Where they're failing with Raw and SmackDown has some of the hardest working big card talent, and I, I and I understand from a business standpoint that third hour of Raw is the most profitable for the company, and I get that. But it's like on SmackDown, you just get that sense of everybody fighting for their spot on those two hours. Like, what can I do to outdo the next person this week so I can make sure I'm back on the show next? Is that sense of urgency that Raw is just missing? I can understand that. You know what I mean? But I mean, I understand why to do it from a business standpoint. Then we had the SmackDown Women's Championship Ronda Rousey versus Raquel Rodriguez, formerly Raquel Gonzalez. And they put okay, on. Yeah. yeah, they put on a match, dude. Like, it was better than expected. You know, and, you know, and everybody don't know Raquel is a second generation talent. Let's start there. And then on top of that, you can tell she was the one carrying that match, but she made Ronda look good. She made Ronda look very good. Like, what's your thoughts on that? I mean, that that that's why they got to be real selective about who they put in the ring with Ronda, though, for real. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Ronda did win by pinfall. Like, what? It was yeah. about, see, I kind of dozed off. I didn't know that. That's how the match was what. I know yeah, where it was one about. She won by pinfall. If I went off, I, I think they got it wrong. What was it? Oh, sports. Yeah, I think it was one about pinfall. Yeah, it was. Oh, wow. oh yeah, because she had the surprise roll up, most devastating move in sports entertainment. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, okay. Well, she won by pinfall. I mean, hey, I'm all for it. The match was good. I actually would like to see them side up again in the future. It was that decent of a match. Then you had the uh, WWE Women's Tag Team Championship, Sasha Banks and Naomi versus Natalya and Shayna Baszler. And I was actually shocked. Well, not shocked. I can't even say shocked. But uh, Naomi and, uh, you know, Naomi and Sasha won. It is what it is. I don't know who up next, but. Yeah, yeah. That, that women's division, like. I, I at at this point they just doing random pairings and putting people together because I don't really see no real tag teams and that's what we missing the real team that's why I think they kind of messed up letting that kind of so but then again yeah. WWE doesn't really care about tag team wrestling let's just call oh, it what especially it is. especially women's tag team right so I mean hey 
Call it what it is. Then we had the main event, Kofi Kingston versus Butch. Oh, I hate saying that name. <laughs> but yeah, Kofi Kingston versus Butch. And Butch wins with the uh, Frontier. What, what is he calling it again? Oh, uh, the final frontier or some shit like that. It's a good. It's, it's, it's well, Butch is finishing. No, yeah. bitter end. The bitter end. Yeah, I call. What did I get the fuck? Oh, he was wrestling. You know, in, it's uh, crazy. You know, it's crazy because that's not just you. If if you were uh, well, let's watch the match. Even on commentary, uh, Michael Cole didn't even know what to call it. The only people that that really watched him at NXT knew the exact name of them. Even when he did it, Michael Cole was like, "Oh, he just did a." And it was a pause, though, for real. What killed me was when he was in the UK before the next to UK. Yeah, yeah. When he was tag teaming with uh, with Primate and uh, What Culture Pro Wrestling, they call it the Final Frontier. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so that's what it throws me off seeing the bitter end sometimes. But yeah, hit him with a bitter end, which is great for TV. That finisher is so great for the wherever. It's great for TV. A pump, a pump handle, flatliner, like it's so simple. Yet I, lo- I love technical shit. If anybody knows me in wrestling, I love my high flyers, but I love technical shit. And that move just use, looks so technical, so technically sound. It just works. Uh, I kind of watch AEW. Yeah, I don't remember every match. Um, they have the Bret Hart tournament going on for the man right now. Darby Allen and Jeff Hardy. Oh, that match happened. That that happened. <laughs> match of the week. Period. Man, that, maybe that match happened. of the year. They maybe killed the, it for sure. Candidate for spot of the year. They killed it. Killed it. That was a great way. I don't even care about what else happened on that show because of that. <laughs> like, I mean, you had my boy Ricky Starks want to get, you know, Hook, Hook made an appearance. Said Hook. You know, but this is like, man, Darby and fucking Jeff Hardy. That was like a, that chemistry. That chemistry is crazy. You had the spot where it started off 100 miles an hour. Darby hits uh Darby hits Jeff Hardy with the uh drop kick the bell rings, Jeff falls out. Darby does the suicide dive, but he does it in a way like it was like Eli Drakenov. Like it was weird. Like it was like a torpedo through the ropes. Swan time on the steps misses. The fucking diving swan time off the ladder to the outside on the chairs. It was just Chaos. No, flying, yeah. It was just chaos. But great. You know? So, yeah, that, that, and, uh, that, yeah, that, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's, (laughs) that match, that match is crazy. Um, what else? Moving to NXT, because, hey, man, look, that's, yeah, that match could be on this week. I didn't even watch MLW this week. That's not like, but uh, NXT. We had the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. You had Gigi Dolan and JC Jane versus Wendy Chu and Roxanne Perez. I'm falling in love with Gigi. Uh, for me, it's uh Wendy Chu. I love me some Wendy Chu. She goofy. She funny. You know, like I love me some Wendy Chu. And then, you know, Rox, Roxanne Perez, formerly Roxy, one of the T girls. She's just been making strides wherever she goes. But ah, the question is. Well, she won her match, didn't she? Yeah, she won. Yeah, yeah. She uh, They lost this one. Though. My question is, how far are we going to go with Toxic Attraction? They're pretty much the gatekeepers of the women's division. And I understand that, you know, they don't have any stars that they've built up. But, I mean. Cora J, you know, is there. Wendy Chu is there. You got the Heat Alliance. I think we finally at a point where we can take the titles off Toxic Attraction. It's getting kind of stale. Hmm. Like, I mean, they look good, yeah. You know, I mean, 
Amber Rose looks like the All American Man- girl. Mandy oh, Rose. To Amber Rose. Oh my God. What was Austin and Kanye? Uh, but yeah, Mandy Rose was like an All American roundaway girl. The girls used to have to shop them all and shit with their friends and get all that. But it's like, I think it's time to take the titles off of them and let them claw their way back. Uh, Wendy Chu and Roxanne Perez lose their match. Yeah, with pinfall was a clean victory. Um, you had the NXT Women's Breakout first round match. You had Sloane Jacob or uh, Sloane Jacobs versus Fallon Holly. Fallon Holly won, of course, or Fallon Holly. No, she of course she won. They tried to build her up as a star, incredible star. This the part that broke my heart. What? Kaylee Ray is no more. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Aston Fire. Yeah, Alba, Alba Fire. Alba Fire. Yeah. She went against Amon Miller, and I kind of feel like. Kaylee's not comfortable with the change. Because if you go back and look at the match, um, Amari Miller carried most of the offense. Mm. Like, it was odd. Like, you, I mean, I'm, I'm, look, I'm just glad that her change came now and not when she was introduced to the world. Yeah, because, I mean, what have they done to my girl? She was the best, high, the best high flyer out of Scotland. But yeah, I mean, we got Alba Fire now. I mean, I can get used to it. It's better than Gunther. <laughs> I can get used to it. You know, Gunther not really as big as I thought he was. As yeah. for height wise. He's really not. I mean, it's just because the arena for NXT is so small that when you put him on that main stage, which I don't know. And then, uh, what's the other guy's name? Marcel. What did they change Marcel Martel's name to? I don't even. Uh, it's because I still was about to call him Marcel. Yeah. like so I don't even know what the other name is. I forgot. Right. And are we going to bring up Fabian Eichner? Are we just going to leave him out of Imperium? Like, are we just. Right. What are we they, doing? They, they haven't even referenced Imperium. Yeah. They're like, it's a whole thing now. Like, I think they're kind of easing off of it, though, because of Ukraine. Uh, uh, yeah. I'm getting mad. Muhammad Hassan vibes from that. So I, it kind of looked like they pull it back a little bit. But, uh, yeah, so we got the mixed tag team match. That happened after uh, Alba Fire debut. Yeah, Grayson Waller and Tiffany Stratton. Oh, right, right. That match. Uh, versus Saray and Andre Chase. Which, you know what? Andre Chase. Oh, the transformation? I, 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 it was, it grew on me. <laughs> it grew on me. Like, I could get, I get Saray's whole thing. She's doing the whole Sailor Moon thing for your anime fans out there. If y'all know what Saray's character is, she's technically Sailor Moon, Card Captain Sakura, you know, all of those sweet little kawaii transformation fighter animes. <laughs> That's what Saray's supposed to be. And uh, I guess Saray, I guess Andrew Chase and his boy got caught up in the transformation and changed colors. And it was kind of funny. It was funny. Good satire. Uh, but, um, you know, Andre Chase kind of surprised me in this match. With his uh, in-ring ability? Yeah. Oh. Well, I kind of took him as a joke character, honestly. But I kind of feel like if he ever got serious, like, I kind of feel like Andre Chase got something going for him. I mean, he do look like those 90s middle school teachers who used to break up fights and shit with him. He do, he do, he do. You know. No, but that perception typically come with somebody got a a comedy comedy gimmick. Yeah, but they kind of, they did their thing, you know. Say it's a teachable moment. It was a teachable moment for everybody. It was teachers. They could wrestle. But, <laughs> you know, with Grayson Waller, man, uh, I'm still not sold on him. I'm still not. 
Like he's like I was trying to figure out if he it did just quit NXT. Where what how what what what's on the main roster that he could do like or that he's even wrestle ready to, for wrestle like, the Miz? I mean, I don't I don't know like, like I don't even think he's ready for a gatekeeper though. Like yeah, it's like uh, the thing I don't like about Grayson Waller is I kind of feel like he's lazy. That's how I feel. Yeah. Like I understand he's not the one who came up with the gimmick, but I kind of feel like his gimmick should be a little bit more serious than it is. And then what made it even worse is he's teamed up with Tiffany Statlander, and she's really grown on me. She fits her gimmick. You know, she's a heel. She's the hot Beverly Hills rich girl, but she has some ability in the ring. I just don't get that from Grayson Wall. I just don't. Even like I say, even if I did, just not yet. You feel me? Like I don't feel like. Uh, I just hope he stand down in NXT. I hope it's not a main roster call up. Me neither, because I mean I'm like this. He's had plenty of opportunities to show his skill. But I understand he's supposed to use heel attacks. He's supposed to be a heel this type of third. But when you're going against somebody seasoned like an L.A. Knight, you could have showed off your ability there. When you're going against a veteran like A.J. Styles, you could have showed your ability there. You're yet to show me anything impressive. Right. And, I completely understand and that. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm not sold on you. It's like Van Wagner. You can throw him against all the local talent you want. You can throw him against a Japanese star. You haven't shown me anything, dude, that, uh, other than that you're loud and annoying. But we already got the Miz for that, who actually can wrestle. So it's, I don't know. I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. If this is Vince's idea of he wants more entertainers, then hey, he fits the bill. But he's, I don't know. Then you had the women's breakout tournament first round match, the Key Lions versus Ariana Grace. Bro, that is by far the weakest finishing move I've ever <laughs> seen in my fucking life, yo. Showing off the cheeks. You like her showing off I the guess. Cheeks? I guess if that is it. Okay, if that's the point, then okay. But yo, that is so whack, yo. I kind of feel like that's on the die off after a while. Don't get me wrong. She got a body. She a thick white girl. Everybody loves that. But, like, that shit's going to wear out soon. And then it's going to be whatever you've done for me lately. And if that's all you have, if that appeals, eh. Right. Eh. I mean, it works for now. I'm going to say right? Everybody else is For now. For now. That's the key word. For now. Because even when she went, she went against Lash Legend, that match was so sloppy. So sloppy. And then it was a stereotypical black girl mad because there's a thick white girl around here. That shit is so stereotypical. <laughs> I'm just like, why are we even starting a feud on this? Like, I don't know. It was just weird. It was just And then we had the main event match. Natalia versus Cora J. And this match was everything it was supposed to be in this. I, I love the, uh, the, the, the the tribute they played to the uh, Bret Hart versus Stone Cold match. Me too. Me too. And I kind of feel like you've you stacked, you've added to the toughness of Cora J and established Bang. a new star. While earning respect for, uh, while earning the respect of a veteran and proving why the tie is down there, and Cora Jade's young enough to take it as far as she wants to go. So yeah, you accomplish two birds one stone. Face turn, establishing a new star, showing that she's more than just a pretty face. And I kind of feel like this was a setup for her to take the title off of Mandy Rose. Who, Cora? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah, that's her next opponent. Like, we didn't get them Def- weeks of her chasing each other around for no damn reason. Def- but at the same time, this is WWE. We could have got that for absolutely no fucking reason. Pretty much. But, I mean, I think they're kind of <laughs> trying with NXT because the numbers, the ratings. Then you got, they got this loose show NXT level up. Yeah, yeah. Man, I caught it this I, week. How did they catch it this week? We can go over this once before. I mean, it was like three matches. Yeah, it was three. Uh, Trick Williams. Okay. Was that Trick versus Chen? Uh, no, was Chen was going against Chen went against uh, old boys, old body girl. We were just talking about. Sanga. Yeah, I'm gonna have to watch NXT level. I mean, Trick Williams is not a thing. I kind of feel like him and Carmelo Hayes will turn on each other eventually. But I'm just not convinced that Trick Williams is going to be anything relevant after that. If that makes sense. Shout, shout out to the crowd yelling uh, as he was beating old boy ass. Yeah, they yelling, "Whoop that trick! Whoop <laughs> that trick!" <laughs> they really went there. I'll have to check it out. I'll yeah. Electro Lopez versus Thea Hall. Oh yeah, that was the other match. Yeah. Uh, I could, I could, I could see why Electro won. No, it was. I could. I, the, for, I was wondering, sitting there wondering, like, damn, I didn't even realize they had Electra performing on Level Up. But as I was watching the match, I'm like, okay, I can see why she's down here performing on Level Up. Uh, it was kind of like sloppy, sloppy a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if it was, you know, the other girl or if it was her, but that 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 just wasn't it, though, for real. I feel it. What about uh, Saga versus Dante Chen? Uh, it was, I'm not gonna say it wasn't really a squash match because uh, Dante Chen got a he actually got a, a little bit of offense in though for real. But if it, if it was if it was a step up from a squash match, yeah, that's what that would have been. I'm slipping on NXT too. Yeah, I caught that this week too. I'm gonna have to watch that. I don't even know. I don't wanna That's why. Uh, but th- th- that's how only I know about the main event. The uh. Dragon off versus uh Jordan Devlin, loser leaves NXT UK. Yeah, my boy Gallus though. Gallus is still a thing. Oh yeah, they they uh, the thing is no, I think that they they swapped it out because remember that the tag team it was a trios and the tag team was uh Mark and, and Joe Coffee. Yeah. yeah, Joe Coffee, but th- they set they set. The, the tag team now was the brothers, and yeah. I think they separated Joe Coffee away from them, but they still referring to them as Gallus. Well, wait, wait, Joe wait. Coffee so got Wolfgang and Mark Coffee are the uh, tag team now. No, 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 no. See, when I was watching Wolfgang and who is it, Joe Coffee and Mark Coffee, right? Yeah, Coffee. Yeah, yeah. When I was, yeah, when I was watching. Wolfgang and the younger brother were the tag team. Right. When when I just when I just turned Yeah, yeah. When I just turned in, the brothers are the tag team and Wolfgang is nowhere to be found. Really? Yeah. They released Wolfgang? No, I mean I, I don't I'm not saying they released them, but they were referring you know, the brothers were the tag team and they were referring to them as Gallus though for real. So oh, I don't okay. know what's going on with that. Hey, well, I mean, the Coffee Brothers are forced to be working with anyway. No, I, look, the thing is, though, because I didn't know who they were before, you know, the UK happened. And I always wonder why, well, if you got two brothers who, you know, their their stage names are clearly showing that they're brothers, why why don't, why don't aren't they in the tag team and the other guy who has a name, Wolfgang, you would think that he would be the singles guy, nah. but they just paired Wolfgang and a brother. I didn't understand that. Because, boy, Joe Coffey. Man, you got to go back and watch older episodes. Cause Joe Coffey was putting in work that year. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. I was, uh, I was uh, catching him when he, uh, when did I, uh, I'm trying to think about when did I, slow down on watching UK. I pr- probably pretty much right before the pandemic. Now I kept up with it here and there yeah, during pandemic, the pandemic, yeah. but the pandemic kind of killed it off for me. Yeah, because they wasn't even trying to crowds. What they had real strict restrictions. Even bro, even right now, the crowd, like they, they did something 
but they went in the crowd and the crowd wasn't even that big. Like they could literally, yeah. whatever happened, they literally walked around the crowd. Like it wasn't even that many. It it was, it, it couldn't, but it couldn't have been more than a hundred, one hundred fifty people in there. Yeah, and the sad part about it is like the best match of that pandemic with no crowd was. Walter versus Eli Walter Dracula. versus Dracula. Yeah, yeah, but like yeah. It's, I couldn't really get into it because they didn't have a crowd presence at all, and they couldn't even mimic. No, I remember. Now I remember the the last the last um, UK thing I saw. But, yeah. Uh, Finn Balor versus Jordan Devlin. That was that, the last that, time. Ooh, yeah, that match. That and and Walter had date. Walter had just debuted. Yeah, that match was. Woo. Ooh. I gotta go back and watch that again. Actually, I think I think Walter had won that night. That's the night he won the. the it might have been the night he won the championship yeah, against Pete Dunn. Yeah, because uh, Pete Dunn had just beat Joe Coffey prior to that. So that's pretty cool. I mean, I don't know. I'm gonna catch up on that. But uh, MLW this week, I didn't get to watch it, but it was supposed to be. The uh, Samoan Werewolf, well, Jacob Patu versus Javintia 666, son of Damien 666. That's supposed to be the main event. Uh, they're setting up Alexander Hammerstone to face his former best friend. You know, he was the founder of the dynasty, Jay Holiday. But uh, I don't see Jay Holiday as a. He still got to convince me that he's a threat to Hammerstone. Because he's not the size. He doesn't have the size. Um, his attacks have been like very weasel-like, if I can say so myself. I think the real, real storyline of MLW right now, mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned, is Tankman and the Judge Tonga as tag team champions going against the Mumbai Fight Club. Of course, fifty-one fifty in the Von Erics. They fuck, man. Listen, fifty-one fifty, aka LAX. They, they, we got some real hood energy on MLW these days. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Between the between the fifty-one fifty, Jacob Fatu, and the Boomba, we got some real hood energy happening on MLW, and I like it. I like it, man. I like it. Myron my Reed just went against uh, Isaiah uh, uh, Shane Strickland. Didn't change his name who, how many times. But yeah, Shane Strickland, that match was great. Uh, their Lucha Libre division, because you know your boy Dario Cueto from uh, Lucha Underground, Cesar Duran. He's the um, authority figure over there. He's the on-screen Yo, authority figure. Lucha Underground is over with? Yeah, they've been with under Oh, didn't know. I just thought it was. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I don't so know. now uh, MLW is technically Lucha Underground. Oh, okay. Yeah, technically. <laughs> uh, so it's something that's technically whatever. So he's kind of bringing that Lucha Underground feel in a way, but it still feels like something new. I get it. Yeah. So. We 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 seeing what happens with that. We seeing what happens with that. But um, even NWA put on some solid show. I put on a solid show this week. I didn't watch all of it, but I watched as what I could. It wasn't working hard. <laughs> working hard. No, I just I just catch whatever come across my timeline. Right. NWA, they but I tell you, they do flood my Instagram timeline. Yeah, boy. But I think the winner this week is AEW. They have some solid matches. Here. No, the the winner it, the winner is J, uh, Arby, Darby Allen. <laughs> yeah, Darby Allen and that uh, Jeff Hardy because uh, yeah, they they tore the house down, and it was hard to follow that matchup. I'm sorry, you can't follow that up. That's why I was actually. I think it was the main event, wasn't it? Uh, it might have been. Yeah. Like, Speaking yeah. of which, how do we, how, how do we feel about uh? Adam Page's title run. Uh, uh, I kind of feel like 
Wardlow is going to take it off of him. I kind of feel like Adam Page just has decent matches. Okay. Of course, I wasn't introduced to Adam Page during his ring of honor. You you think he going over uh, CM Punk? I think he is going over CM Punk solely for the reason to sell him as a top star. Right, get that. I get that. Uh, his run has been hit or miss. His matches have been hit or miss. I mean, I think CM Punk is gonna be his best storyline so far. I'm just not sold on him just carrying a show on his back. I'm just not. I just, I, I don't like. I don't feel he has the charisma for that. I kind of feel like the whole elite. Being the head of the show is kind of phased out. I mean, the show's been thriving without Kenny Omega. And he's been off TV forever now. Um, Cody left. That wasn't really a big blow at all. It was kind of like a blip. Okay, he's not there, so what do you do next? I, I just don't feel like... Adam, I, I feel like the Adam Page experiment has failed. But it's not even because of Adam Page. I just feel like AEW has so much going on that it just doesn't feel like he's important, if that makes sense. No, I completely understand it. Plus, don't forget, what's that Forbidden Door coming up? Yeah, but even with the Forbidden Door, it's like you have all these factions. No, this is the best way to put it. I kind of feel like AEW just has too many factions and it's messy. It's just messy. They need to tone it down a little bit and niche their, their product, niche their storylines. Because for every faction war over here, there's three other over here. The women's division is the only real niche storyline out of everything. The tag team division, even though they have a lot of tag teams and they care, like they're not even doing a lot with that outside of what? Uh, the Undisputed Elite. Oh, really? The, oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it just seems like AEW is just really all over the place. But, it, and but even then, even that, even that's about to come to an end where that's going to split into two two teams. So now we got two teams instead of one. Yeah, like I can live without the Chris Jericho Appreciation Society. I can live without that. Yeah, even though I get the point, yeah, yeah. I can do without that. I can do um, without that one. The Blackpool Fight Club. Yeah. Uh, uh, I guess. I feel like that that just gives us a reason, a reason to uh to to, to keep Mox and Brian Danielson on screen, right? Without without having them in the main title run, you know, both of them are easily championship do, pitcher caliber. But you could do something with that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah the Jericho, guess, yeah. the Jericho Appreciation Society is just there, just like the inner circle was just there. You know what I'm saying? Like, they had their feud, the inner circle versus the whatever it was called on themselves. They, the, both groups split up. Jericho could feud with anybody on that roster after that match. It's just a lot of guys hanging around. You bought Ring of Honor. You have a place for them to make names for themselves. Why use your AEW talent to own Ring of Honor and give a team like FDR, who's already established a, a Ring of Honor championship run, when you could have gave that to 2.0. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you have the background to create your own talent. Ring of Honor could be your developmental, and they have veterans down to work with that are proud to be there, that, they're, that what they built helped build is back. And you can establish new stars there and niche down your main roster. I mean, I don't know. I just kind of feel like I said, I just kind of feel like it's flooded. And then you got Ring of Honor storylines overflowing the AEW. Yeah, bleeding over, yeah. It's just like, uh, there's so many other ways to do this. I don't know. Like I said, I just feel like AEW is all over the place. 
They're just all over the place. Um, too many championships. You know, Rampage is a bust. Rampage changes time slots like every other week. Bro, I don't. That's it. Yeah, I went to watch something and I could not find where the hell it was airing at. And I get it, the playoffs going on, you know, sports. And I, I was just lost as hell. Me personally, this is how I would do. Um, WWE's had this thing back in the day called Saturday Morning Slam. Put yeah. Rampage on Saturday. Saturday, 8 p.m. What are people watching on Saturday? Because you're going up against SmackDown and the playoffs. WWE's a household name. Nobody's really checking for Rampage or Friday night, except for maybe me or you. Or people like us who actually want to follow him. Put Rampage on the Saturday at 8 o'clock. And if you don't want to do primetime Saturday, put it on at 5. People watch it during dinner. I feel like that's smart. Um, even with WWE, I mean, like, Saturday morning slam, I miss that. It, it, it don't even have to be storylines. You can just do what they're doing now. Throw some bullshit together. This person's having a match with this person on Rampage. Rampage Saturday nights. It's such a Saturday is such an open area. You know what I'm saying? With the exception of, well, that's tough now because we, you know, pay per views are now, uh, oh, my bad, premium events are now oh, sometimes on Saturday. So I don't know how consistent somebody would be able to. Book on a on on a Saturday. What, what are we talking about? Morning? No, I mean we can do morning, afternoon, or night. I mean, if you want to do it earlier in the day, three p.m. on a Saturday. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, I mean back yeah, in the day, you used to catch the WWF or WCCW on a Saturday afternoon. <laughs> I mean, that's definitely. I don't know. I just kind of feel like Rampage on a Friday is fair. Or the one day during the week, put it up against Impact on on Thursday. Man, that's the thing. I, I don't know why they would even try to put that on a goddamn Friday, though. And you, you see, they, and I get it. I, you see, they, 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 they it, it was booked, you know, directly after SmackDown come on. But that, that still, that, that wasn't gonna work. I don't know at what all. that like because, SmackDown's SmackDown put on too good of a show. To try to follow. No, it's it like, but it's like, you know, WWE are already in the BB in tough booking situations when they got to compete with uh, baseball and football and basketball on right. the Friday nights. Right. Not to mention, it's a Friday night. You know what I mean? Like you're already comp- competing with human beings' natural lifestyle of. Friday night, the weekend, though, for real, for real. Yeah. So for, uh, and, and the people that they do got that's actually viewing them, them people that they got hooked for life, though, that actually, you know what I mean? Right. No, okay, SmackDown, 8 to 10, every night, I mean, every Friday, whatever, whenever it's coming on, 8 to 10, though, for real. For you to ask for a, a, a whole new company who, quote, unquote, startup company, however we want to look at it, though, for real, for real, to be asking, okay, we know we, we know we know they had y'all for that two hours, but we just want you for this one hour, one more hour, real quick. That's a lot to ask, though, for real. Unless someone's just a die-hard fucking wrestling that's fan okay. that's gonna watch every bit of product. Hell, I say put it on a Thursday instead of giving us before the impact rampage. Then you setting up the crowd for impact because before the impact, this is covering what happened. To- and Impact is on Access TV. You on a well-documented network. Man, put Rampage on fucking Thursday. 8 o'clock. Or maybe, you know what? Take that back. 7 o'clock on Thursday. That's your hour. 7 to 8 p.m. You're beating the prime time, putting on the prime product, and you get your name it's out only, It's only an hour show. Yeah, man. Put on at 7. Dinner time. What we watching for dinner? Hey, we're going to turn on this AW real quick before we turn on the Mad Singer. Boom, there you go. That's prime audience right there. I don't know. That, that's just me. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not Shit, a business I feel, man. I feel, like, I feel like they were better off booking against the first hour of SmackDown as opposed to booking the hour after SmackDown goes off. Or the hour before. 
Yeah, yeah. Either or, like, it's just asking that. That's still essentially right there. Still essentially asking wrestling fans for human people. Period for three hours of wrestling on a Friday. Hey, but you know what? That hardcore audience is supposed to be AEW's audience, right? Right, right, right. Why not book Rampage an hour before SmackDown? Hell, I'll come in from work. Unless I'm taking the family out to a movie or something. Unless me and the family got plans. I'm watching SmackDown. So, yeah, give us that extra hour before. Make us switch the channel for a while. You know, that's a, that's just where I'm at. Because most people be itching to watch SmackDown anyway. Be waiting for fucking Chicago PD to go off or whatever come on on Fox. Right. <laughs> well, Big Bang Theory. Like, man, Big Bang Theory over yet? Damn, man. SmackDown. <laughs> Give us a reason to go watch something else. We wet our palates before SmackDown comes. No. That's well, with that being said, we have any news this week? Uh, nah, nothing really slid across my radar that was noticed, noticed though, for real. You know, I would have most definitely hit the chat up. Yeah, I mean, well, they did have uh, one thing I've been watching this week. I forgot to bring your attention. It's uh, on Mia Yim's YouTube channel, Mia Yim Official. She's a YouTube plays video games and stuff like that. Lately, she started a series where she's talking about her experience in WWE. Uh, started this uh, first episode went up with her talking about her time. She started with the Mae Young Classic and how she got signed. Um, the reason she decided to do it this way, which I think is really smart, where I think a lot of wrestlers should do. Or a lot of sports entertainers, or whatever you want to call them, should do. And she wanted to do this her way, so that way it couldn't get twisted up in the media at a fan convention to avoid all questions. Because you know, the IWC loved to twist everybody's words. So she decided to make a vlog about it, documenting her time in WWE because she doesn't hate her time there. She actually thought it was quite positive, and she's doing great thereafter. So, BAM official, if you want to watch that. Um, for those who didn't catch it in the beginning, we are going YouTube straight as far as the video version of this podcast goes. You can catch us on audio version on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, now on Audible and Amazon Music for those people out there. And, uh, you know, Anchor, Spotify. I'm going to try to work on getting on Stitcher. I'm going to try to work on getting everywhere possible so you can hear us. But, uh, yeah, other than that, I mean, yeah. So, that being said, the Afterthought Era podcast, you know, I haven't been doing one at a time, but I got some summertime coming up, so you're going to start seeing those episodes more frequent. I hook about crook, even if I got a solo. But, you know, we're going to get that together. Um, But other than that, man, uh, Y'all know where to find us. Don't forget to like yeah. and subscribe. And this has been the To The Matt Russellcast. This is, this is your boy Zetamine TV. Jim West TV. And we out. <laughs>